Welcome to The Sarah Scoop Show. It's time to get the scoop with Sarah. Thank you for joining us. I know like things have been a little crazy because we talked about chatting a while ago. So I'm glad we were able to connect. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm pumped. <laughs> yeah. So I know we've got like a few things we're going to talk about, but I'm sure I'm one of like um, billions of people that watched you on Love is Blind. How did I even get started for you? Uh, yeah, so crazy story. The I actually, they had my file from uh, when I had kind of like interviewed for Married at First Sight. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I honestly, it was what was really funny was I like, I knew the concept of Married at First Sight. But then like when it came down to it, I was like, no. No. Was no, that Married at First Sight, like Atlanta edition then? Or were you living yeah, there? Yeah, I think it may have been like one of the first seasons of Married at First Sight. Yeah, because actually like the season that I had an interview for, actually a guy friend of mine went on. And he was like, oh my God, that would have been crazy if like you had showed up and then it was me. <laughs> I was like, oh God. <laughs> oh, that's so crazy. So yeah, they had my information from that, but. <laughs> so you were like, randomly just applied for Married at First Sight and then it went from that to like we're casting this new show yeah so um actually my when when you're when you were watching Love is Blind like I referenced my ex-boyfriend a handful of times mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I think it was a little exaggerated but <laughs> um but yeah so he actually like after we broke up this was probably like a year or so later um, I received a text from him and like, we were like friends, like we were cool. Mm-hmm. I received a text from him and he was just like, Hey, like I got, um, a call from a casting director for a certain dating show here in Atlanta. I can't do it because of my job, but I gave him your information. Cause like, I think you'd be like really good at it. And at first I'm like, I'm like, thank you. But also thank you. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so that's how they got my information to begin with. So I'm guessing, like, based on your social media presence, how you were on the show, I mean, even your approach to this, like, you have a very, like, I'm open to do things attitude. Yeah. Where does that stem from? And, like, I know we'll talk more about Love is Blind, but just looking at your social media channel, you're very much, like, I mean, you know, it is for empowerment, all of those things. Where do you, does that all come from? Yeah. Um, right. I would say probably the year before the show is when I started like this whole like personal development, self-love journey. And that honestly, that's it. Like just like really honing in and knowing that everything happens for you that you shouldn't like stand in fear, you know, because like, obviously, yeah, like assess the situation, see like weigh the pros and the outcome, the pros and the cons, but it's like, what could this you know, bring me, you know, that type of thing. And even like going into the show, I had the mentality of like, you know, like, what if I do meet someone versus I'll, you know, I'll never meet someone or I don't know, like, I just like have I was able to switch my mindset. And now it's like, what if the the opportunity behind what if is there versus it being like a fear based, like conclusion to that statement all the time. And that's how you know, I feel like a lot of us live is like, well, what if I fail? What if I don't succeed? What if it doesn't work out? Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, what if it does? Mm-hmm. What if it creates an opportunity for you to actually find love? What if it creates an opportunity that like, okay, you don't find love on the show, but like, who knows whose brothers out there were like best friend, yeah. you know? So that's like literally the like thought process I had going into it. And like the first day uh, we, we were given journals and on the front, like right inside the front cover, I wrote every opportunity creates another opportunity. And, like, I just, like, kept that mantra going the whole time. And, you know, it just opened me up a little bit more. But, I mean, personal development, listening to empowering podcasts, it's just so mm-hmm. healthy to do that, to shift your mindset from, like, lack to abundance and just the, from that fear to, like, everything coming and leading with love, too. So yeah. that's what I do. No, I think you had, like, the great, like, a great attitude going into it. So let's go back to you apply for for the married at first sight, but then you get a call about love is blind. What was the process of all of that? I mean, this show turned out to be huge. You had, you, there's no way you would have known how people would react. Oh yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) Um, I mean, yes, they, they pitched the concept to me and when they did, they were like, you know, it's, you would be, you know, meeting somebody sight unseen and 
I thought that it was really neat, honestly, because of the fact, like, obviously going through the personal development journey and I was learning to, to communicate better with myself. And so I was like, this is so neat because I'm actually going to, like, get to communicate with someone not being able to, like, obviously see them, you know, and not, like, create a judgment or an impression. I only have their voice and their dialogue to go off of and, you know, creating that emotional bond. And I thought that that was so neat. And, you know, on the flip side of that, there was a part of me that was kind of like in this like prove it mentality too, because my friends, you know, they always joked with me, like, stop going after these like, you know, model looking guys all the time. They're, they, they've proven to treat you like, not to say like all model looking guys treat you like crap, but you know, it, my, my <laughs> experiences um, you know, and I was, I was, I guess, dating more of an attractive looking guy and, but I kept getting burned with that. Right. Scenario. So, you know, I was just really open to be like, Hey, like, which is not the case. Like I do like people for their emotional and intelligence yeah. level, you know, but it just seems sometimes that way to my friends. And so I was like, fine, like I'll prove it to them and that I can create a connection without even seeing somebody. At least not right. even a picture. Like, I can't see them at all. <laughs> yeah, because, so when you're in the pods, I mean, what we saw is what happened, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, like, there were days. I mean, we were actually in the pods mm -hmm. for longer than, like, the day that you saw us. Right. <laughs> but I mean, like, one. <laughs> you never got to, like, go interact with the guys. Like, you literally did not see them until... Right, until we were engaged, yeah. Yeah, that's it's such a crazy concept, but it's pretty cool to see how it worked out for. Yeah. On oh, the yeah. Show. I mean, the, and they're all still together. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, I love it. I, I mean, on the reunion show, I was like, I like, I don't know how y'all did it. <laughs> like, it's awesome. <laughs> how long did you know before you were selected that you were going to go on the dating experiment? Like, with, through the casting process. I mean, did you have time to prepare, or was it pretty quick turnaround? Um, no, there was time to prepare. I mean, the, mm -hmm. like, interview and, like, getting background check, like, all of that, you know, and you have to get, like, a psychology test and yeah. that kind of thing done, too. So, it was probably a few months. However, like, within the first, I mean, within a couple of weeks of leading up to, like, actually, like, getting confirmed that I was casted for it and everything, um, with that being said, yeah, it was only a couple of weeks, maybe, but I was so, like, oh, crap, like, I have to get an answer now, like, I've got through the whole process, and now, like, you know, like, the fears did start to creep in, like, last minute, I remember having a call with my casting director, and I was like, I don't know if I can do this, like, what, you know, I have this, like, reputation, I'm a health and empowerment coach, you know, did more of the health at the time, and I was like, I'm a health and empowerment coach, like, I don't want my reputation going to crap, you know, because right. I was like, it's reality TV, who knows what you guys are going to do to that camera, <laughs> you know, and she's like, no, it's, it legit is an experiment. We want to see how it works. Like, it's never been done before. And I was like, you're right. She goes, we're not trying to ruin anybody's life. Right. Goes, yeah, you're right. She goes, and you're not the only, like, it's not like we are, like, getting you on and it's just going to be, like, a bunch of actors. Like, it's legit all just normal, real people. Which like, is really cool to know that, like, you were really with people that were there for the reasons of finding someone. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it was, it was so neat. And I was like, okay, you're right. Give me like 12 hours to think about it and I'll send you an email to confirm. <laughs> so looking back at it, is this something that you would do again or recommend people to give it a shot? Yeah, I totally would. Um, you know, at the, at the end of our filming, they asked us, you know, would you ever do this again? And I, I say, yeah, absolutely. If there wasn't a wedding at the end, I would probably do it again. <laughs> but um, I mean, the whole experiment, even with the wedding at the end, like you, it was life transformed. Like, it was life-transformative. Life like, and I don't just mean because, like, oh, I'm this, like, newfound, like, celebrity status. Right. Or, like, I'm not even talking about that. It is, like, a personal life transformation because you literally are learning how to be vulnerable because you're having conversations. Like, if – how are you going to get engaged with someone that you're just having these surface-level conversations mm -hmm. with? It doesn't happen. And as you saw, as you watched those episodes, everyone shared a bit of them, you know, mm -hmm. with that someone. You know, self-sabotage you know, Amber had some personal things going on. Like I did too. Like, I don't know if they really showed too much of how deep I got, but Oh, like later on, I was talking about like sex and climaxing, right. you know, get being, having like an emotional bond with the person. Like we all got really deep, really fast. And mm -hmm. that's something too, like you kind of have to be ready to, to do that. 
like you it, it's so transformative like it, it helps you learn so much about yourself and how you need to be showing up better in life in general mm-hmm. and I feel like it has to help you be more open because even the conversation you're having with us now I know people are um, commenting and things and like people feel like they know you in this way yeah like, to where I think a lot of people were watching and you know obviously everyone wants to see a fairy tale ending but I think a lot of people could relate to why you said no. I mean, sorry, spoiler, but everyone should have seen it by now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I feel like that that said a lot about, like, just being able to be yourself and be a strong person. What was that like to get to that point and do that? Um, <laughs> it was borderline terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um simply like I mean I know I knew what I was doing was right and mm-hmm. I mean to the degree of just like I think it was more terrifying and nerve-wracking and there's just so much like there's so many crazy emotions going on because like our families were there we had our families involved our friends involved you know and it wasn't just Kenny and I you know mm-hmm. and yes of course like Kenny and I did have some conversation before, but, you know, I I felt like Kenny and I had really good communication, like, the whole time, Mm -hmm. so I don't necessarily think I broke his heart, but I digress on that, but either way, (laughs) it was just hard because, like, you're, you show up in a wedding dress, you've never shown up in a wedding dress before in your life, and, like, your mom, your dad, like, those are, like, dreams of theirs that they have, and to know that you're going to say no at the altar is, like, it's just, like, you don't, when you're, a girl I mean you're a girl you know like as your your whole life is like oh I imagine myself walking in my wedding dress walking down the aisle to this like dream man that I have dreamt of my entire life and I'm spending forever with and blah 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 and it's like well this wasn't the case you know so it was very very emotional um and again like it takes a lot I'm glad that I had already started like this personal development train Mm -hmm. that I was on because it could have been a lot worse even like after the show, I mean, after the show started airing and you know, it's like people were like, you know, cheering for Kenny and I, and then I said no. And it was like, you're going to die alone, you know? And I was getting like, all yeah. this, like hate mail and whatever, you know, and it's just understanding how to not react and knowing how to respond or not respond at all. Like is the best thing <laughs> to do. Do you, do you feel like there was a lot that happened that we didn't see that would have made people think differently or it really was just like you were good friends, but you didn't see it going to that kind of relationship. Yeah. Um, I think that there may have been like a little bit, but yeah, there may have been a little bit that just seemed, but I yeah. mean, I mean, I just, I remember, like, Kenny and I just being, like, we're, we are solid. Like, we are mm-hmm. solid, but I, I mean, for me, I was open. Like, I, I was told him, I was, like, I don't know if my head and my heart are connecting. Right. And so, you know, so it wasn't like it was, like, I just all of a sudden, like, dropped a bomb on him, you know, at the altar. Yeah. But, you know, but, but obviously that's how they kind of make it seem, minus the whole sex talk, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people are, like, oh, she's just, like, copping out, she's just not physically attracted to him and what what you don't see is us kissing like all the time like <laughs> I didn't want to not kiss him like he was just adorable the more I got to know him he was even more attractive and because I was so emotionally connected with him yeah I think as a viewer we just saw two really nice people and yeah. everyone just thought oh they're gonna say yes like that one's yeah. a given and then we're like whoa like, <laughs> that's not what happened <sighs> Yeah, I turned everything on everybody. (laughs) But I think, again, it's like, it was really good because we got to see such a variety of people saying yes, saying no, like, and for your own reasons. And I think, like, with reality TV, people want to find someone. There are probably millions of people that connected that were in that same scenario that you've been in or that you were in, and they were able to move on after it. So with that, like, how, how is it now, like, with the cast? Like, are you all still friends? Do you still talk? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would probably say, I mean, there's probably more people, you know, just like your own friend circle, there's probably mm-hmm. people that you like maybe click more with. So yeah, I have that. I mean, Jessica and I, um, Jessica and I knew each other before the show. We didn't know that we were doing the show. Like we showed up on set and we were like, what? <laughs> yeah. So that 
that was interesting. But yeah, I mean, like she just she lives in LA now, and she just came in this weekend. It was her birthday, but she also had a wedding, and so I went and met up with her um, to see her and give her a squeeze. But um, like Giannina and I, we just we vibe on the same like spiritual train. So she's just I love her vibe. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a handful. I'm still friends with everybody. We, we just some people I just like vibe better with, I guess. Um, and you know, out of respect for Kenny, because obviously Kenny has a girlfriend. You know, mm-hmm. we are friends you know but it's not right. like we're talking all the time or anything yeah you just don't there was no like hatred or ending yeah exactly time. exactly for sure there's like nothing but respect for each other with jessica i mean she got a lot of backlash were you able to like be there for her and kind of help her with i mean your empowerment lifestyle and going through this experience as well i even saw a few comments about her i feel like once that came out that you guys actually knew each other and I think there was I saw a picture of you guys like on a boat or something yeah. people were like oh my goodness they're friends like not just on the show yeah 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 there was um yeah I, I mean I remember like posting something on my Instagram where it was like a picture of her and I and I was just like you know just talking about my whole story I guess was talking about just like choosing kindness during this time mm-hmm. especially like you don't know you don't know us like right. personally, you know, and so I posted a picture with her and I, and I was like, you know, especially send my friend Jessica some love. Like you don't need to be hating on her. I was like, we're real people. We have the same feelings and emotions as you all do. And like, if you think that I'm a good person, like from what you've seen on the show, like please trust my judgment and my friends too. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't be friends with her if she was some crazy like <laughs> psycho. Like even then I would probably still be friends with her because I love people. <laughs> I see the good in everybody, so, um, you know, but, yeah, I, I just think that, but I was there. I mean, we were constantly, her and I both were constantly, you know, sending each other texts, like, every, probably almost every other day, just, right. like, how you doing, or, like, when the new episodes would launch, and we would, because we, we didn't see anything before anyone else did. Like, I woke up at, because it was released, I think, at midnight California time, so at 3 a.m., I would literally wake up at 3. I had to be at work at 7 or 8. <laughs> I would wake up, start watching, and, like, binge watch as much as I could before I had to, like, actually leave for work. And then, you know, just so I was kind of, like, ahead of the times. <laughs> I was when, like, what are these people finding out before I do? <laughs> whenever you were going through the pods, um, I know because I actually interviewed Lexi, who wasn't, didn't move on past to the yeah. um, honeymoon phase and all of that. But when you were going through the pods, was it just Kenny that was your connection or – did you have like a lot of different connections that we didn't see or, um, you know, like I feel like people don't realize from what I've heard and talking to other people, it's like that all happened really quickly. Yeah. Yeah, it did. So we, I mean, the pod life was like eight days, I think. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just about a week. Um, but so you go in like as a single lady and then it, <laughs> like a week later, you're like, like hey. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, yes. So, and Lexi and I, I love her to death. Um, so, so uh, yes, I connected with Kenny, um, Wesley, who was Lexi's, you know, they actually did get engaged. Um, and then Damien also, Giannina is Damien. Okay. So they were kind of like my top three guys and Damien and I, I remember like Kenny though, just like was at the forefront of it, like, all the time. It was, like, I, like, craved talking to Kenny. Like, I loved talking to him. I loved talking to, you know, Wesley and Damien both, too. But I, re- I remember, like, specifically a conversation, like, Damien and I had um, where he was, like, he even said, he, like, not like he's conflicted, but, like, you know, like, I feel like I could be, like, a good match for both you Angie, and Gianina, or y'all could be a good match for me. He goes, like, I know, like, our conversations were just so fluid and just, like, it was like he was my best friend. Like, we had known each other forever. And it was so incredible that way. But what he said, he was, he goes, Kel, like, obviously, like, we could talk forever. And I know that things would be, like, wonderful. He goes, but, like, I have this, like, different chemistry with Giannina. Mm -hmm. And I knew, I just knew that, you know, because Giannina would, like, come out from her dates and just be, like, glowing after her dates with Damien and stuff. And. You know, and I said, I was like, Damien, that's okay. I said, because I feel the same way. Like, I honestly have, like, such, you know, like, good connection with you. I said, but I feel like this other chemistry with Kenny. And he was like, okay. And it was like, we just, like, agreed to, like, all right, 
we know who our people are. <laughs> That's pretty cool too. And it seems like, you know, even saying that, like she was, everyone kind of had their person, which is pretty cool with the experiment, how it really did work for you guys yeah. to connect on more than just like the physical level or yeah. anything like that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It was so cool. It was so neat. So what, like, as I do see, unless something's changed that being single still, correct? Yeah. So like, as a single woman, after going through this experience, like, I feel like you have had to have grown so much and learned so much. Like, what advice do you have for other single women out there, like, looking for husbands or long term relationships? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, again, I'm really big into personal development. And I think it's so important. A lot of a lot of us women, we get very needy. And mm -hmm. we start, you know, outside of the neediness, we lose ourselves, you know, or within that neediness, neediness, we lose ourselves. And we, we tend to create stories also. Um, so with along with the neediness, I don't know. It's like when you start, like, let's say a guy, you start dating him and then he like ghosts you or he's like, just being like, he's playing games, you know? And it's mm -hmm. like, then you start to be like the one to text him and you're, you're the one who starts to reach out. And obviously we all know it's like, no, let the guy text you. If he wants to see you, you know, he'll call or whatever. But sometimes us girls, we just, we're, we're so, we're such emotional beings that mm -hmm. it's like, well, I want him to know I'm thinking about him. I want him to know I'm still here, you know? And the best thing that we can do is just refrain from doing that. Like, don't reach out, figure out, like, take a step back, like aerial view on your life and be like, where else in my life? And am I actually feeling some type of like lack and insecurity? And like, there's something missing. And I promise it's not the guy. It's something going on inside of you that you have to figure out because you have to hone in on your self love because you can't fully show up for someone if you don't fully show up for yourself. So it's so important to understand that. And then like what I was saying about creating stories, it's like, you know, I was in a relationship, you know, years ago where it's like, I constantly, I felt like I was so connected to this person and I'm like, yeah, we have this like such a good relationship, blah, blah, blah. And then he like, you know, it just was rocky. And I'm like, but why? I don't understand. And then I like honed in on it and I was like, wow, like, I feel like it was really one-sided now that I look back at it. Like I... He always asked me questions about like my job and like life and things like that. And I was like the only one always talking. And yeah. So I felt this great connection, of course, because <laughs> he's just listening to me. But like, did I really know him? And so I just created this story in my head. And then it was just, you know, it was such like a rejection when it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. So it's so helpful. And, and this is also like what Love is Blind helped us with is like truly communicating with your partner. Like, understanding like a lot of us actually you know we if we don't have the answer to something we fill the space with an assumption and if we're doing that then we're again we're creating a story in our head we have no idea what the real answer is unless we communicate with that person right so. and i i loved your caption on that so everyone should go back and read it because so many people can focus on like i'm single for seven years like it's never gonna happen instead you really just like like use this time to be with yourself and figure yeah. yourself out. So I just thought that was really great. And I love the positivity that you put out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. I mean, just like I said, just like honing in on your like, create a self care routine, journaling, mm -hmm. meditating, things like that, um, reading and like self help books. <laughs> I'm serious. Like it really does. It's funny, because I'll get into like, a. I mean, I'm human, I'll get into a funk sometimes. Yeah. And I bring awareness to my thoughts. That's what like personal development does. It helps you to actually bring awareness to your thoughts. And so that you can shift your energy level from like this low vibe state to a higher vibe state, you know, you create joy in your life versus allowing things to take that joy away from you. And I'll like, I'll know I'm just like in this icky spot and I'll just read, I'll, I'll grab one of my books and I'll just like flip open the thing. And I'm like, okay, let me just read a message. I'm sure it pertains to something that I'm going through. And for whatever reason, it's like coincidental fate. And it does. And it just, it helps me and it lifts me up. Or I'll do like a little dance party. I'm like, okay, Kel, like, <laughs> how can we raise our vibe right now? We're not going to like sit here and like project our, you know, insecurities and judgments and fears and anger on someone else. So how can we bring it to ourselves? So it's really important to just hone in on this person when you're feeling that like, when you're feeling, I always say go within when you're feeling without. <laughs> 
no, I think there's so many like words of wisdom that you share. And I think that's really cool. Cause you know, you had this opportunity to go on this show and still like, you probably didn't know what was going to happen. Cause like, did you know it was going to be on Netflix? Like we, yeah. Um, we did know that it was going to be on Netflix, but we just didn't know how successful obviously yeah. it was going to be. And I don't know, honestly, I don't know if they had like bought the show yet. So we were <laughs> like, we didn't know for sure that it was going to be on Netflix. So, yeah. So, you know, because now you're using your platform as a way to empower women. So what's your life like now? Like, do you still live in Atlanta? Are you working? What What's life like for Kelly after Love is Mine? Yeah, yeah. Um, not much has changed <laughs> besides the fact that I do get recognized sometimes when I'm out. Um, but granted, we were stuck in our homes for the last three months, so it hasn't been that much. But <laughs> yeah. It's been a crazy time, and that's probably yeah. like – it's been so crazy. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, I, I work a nine to five job. I'm a recruiter for a healthcare company. So I still, I work that still and I'm grateful for that. And then I do my empowerment coaching. I have clients, I see clients like, I mean, I have a call right after this. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm constantly working. I'm working a lot, but I also know that um, burnout is a real thing because I did suffer from that a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I wound up quitting my last nine to five job because I got so burnt out and I was like, not going to do that again. So I know when I'm doing too much and I can feel my, my energy is just like, I'm done. And so I go and I will watch TV or I will go like to the park and just read or lay there or do some yoga, stretch something, or just literally lay on my bed in silence. So you have to like, that's like something that I teach to my girls too. It's like, you have to understand that like, our world is dominated by a lot of masculine energy and which is that like, go, 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 do, do, do all the time. And if you actually take time to bring in that feminine energy and create some balance in your life, that burnout will not happen or not happen as quickly. So it's really important to like give yourself that time, create some space, find some joy, go play, go have some fun and then come back. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's great advice. And as we're talking, if you do, I know people are asking questions. I don't know if you can see them on your side, but feel free to stop me and um, answer any. I know someone above had asked, and I was wondering this too. So before we, you know, while we're on this, um, what are some of your favorite books that people can really read and take advantage of? Yes, yeah. So um, probably these four would be like really good. I'm currently reading Almost Done with the Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I have that one um, on my list. It is. It's probably the most profound that I've read so far. And maybe it's because I'm like where I'm at in my journey. It's just like everything is just like, yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Um, But yeah, super profound. The Four Agreements, it's literally the most amazing book. Um, It, that book right there, alone helps you bring create that awareness that I was talking about and like not make the assumptions um so it really helps you in life specifically with your relationships with other people um so yeah untamed the four agreements the miracle morning the miracle morning actually was one of the first books that I read that um introduced me to a self-care routine and so like every day whether it's five minutes or an hour I spend with myself and it's because of that book. So I was never meditating. I never read. I never journaled. I never did like any of that stuff. And um, oh, I think you paused. Um, but yeah, like I never did any of that stuff. And that book helped me to start those methods of, I mean, they're healing methods. Basically, it's like therapy for ourselves. Um, do you do those then daily? Yeah, yeah, daily. So like I said, I mean, I probably, I'm not going to say I like, every single day I spend like an hour with myself, that is the goal. But if I don't, then even like if you spent, cause there's six little things that you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. Even if you did 30 seconds for, of each of them, like you still feel a little bit more productive in your day because at least you know that you spent three minutes on yourself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us don't even do that. You know, like, yeah, we may be like, you know, a lot of us are like sitting at work and we're like eating lunch while we're like, you know, typing things, you know, it's like, we don't even take time for ourselves like throughout the day. And so that book just really helps you to create that self-care plan. And then I'm like really big into like money mindset. And so the secrets, like secrets of the millionaire mind is a really good book because it has like prompts in it to like, have you actually like understand your money mindset and your money behaviors and how 
you know, most of us just think in this lack mindset. And so it helps us to bring that abundance in. Yeah, no, that's I have a lot. I, there, <laughs> there are so many of those books that I'm like you, like, I totally buy into all of that because it makes like, it's really what you surround yourself with when you're yeah. reading these things, listening to these things. And um, someone also asked about podcasts. So I don't know if you have a couple that you oh, yeah. really enjoy. Um, so I mean, mine are probably more, um, you know, like the empowerment, like business mm -hmm. coaching kind of stuff. But so I did hire like a business and mindset coach. She has a podcast, um, but hers is the energetics of business. And it's really cool. Like really, really cool. Just like, cause she does like NLP and hypnosis and like all that stuff. <laughs> oh, cool. Love it. Yeah. Um, have you ever tried any of that stuff? I have. Um, yeah. I have tried hypnosis before. It was like a long time ago when I actually did it. So it was like different, but um, I've listened to some hip hypnosis things and I think I've gone through like one of her, like, like tapping, like doing the tapping. Mm -hmm. um, but my coach also does like very intense breath work. I've done that like four times. I'm obsessed with it. It's the most uncomfortable thing, but the most life changing. Like I, literally I, I tell my friends they kind of laugh at me but so when I got done doing the show I still had like 10 more pounds to lose like I was not comfortable with my weight while I was on the show and I still had like 10 more pounds to lose I legit after doing the breath work lost the last 10 pounds okay like, so release so much stress and like that just the things mm -hmm. that we try to control in life it's literally stress inflammation in your body. It's creating dis-ease in your body. And the breath work, like, allowed me to, like, drop into my body and, like, let go of some situations that were just beyond my control. And I'm just, I, I literally attribute the last 10 pounds to that. <laughs> yes, someone like, says breath work. I am intrigued. I am too. Like, yeah. I've never heard of this. So is this part of, um, like, your coaching strategies that you use too? Um. I not that far because you have to get certified to do the breath okay. work that she does. Like it's you have to like sign a waiver because oh gotcha okay you get very um not to say like <laughs> not to say like hallucinogenic but it's very like very deep. I mean you're crying probably the whole time. Like there's there's an emotional situation going on. It's super deep um but incredible. So yeah, I've done it a few times, yeah. but it's amazing. But like breath work. To the degree of like just kind of like quieting and like meditative breath work where you're just kind of quieting your mind i will incorporate that so mm -hmm. i just do like a quick like i call it the four square method so you like breathe in for four seconds hold for four seconds exhale for four seconds and then hold at the bottom for four seconds and you just it just brings presence to your four yeah. yeah it probably makes forces you to like stop like you were mentioning earlier and just like focus yes yeah yeah so it's good but yeah so her podcast it's called energetics of business it's by erin nicole porter um and then kayla crafts podcast it's called mommy millionaire and she's a life coach she's incredible she has but she has like a lot of um like she has like the guy from medical medium on there she mm -hmm. does a lot of like she takes you through her health journey and then like aligns speakers, doctors, whatever, like through her journey too. So it's really fascinating. Dr. Joe Dispenza has been on our podcast, like a lot of people. And then Girls Gotta Eat. We love Little Girls Gotta Eat. My, <laughs> um, That's just like, you know, every female I think can relate to every single episode on Girls Gotta Eat podcast. Um, Ashley Hesseltine is one of my friends who's the host of Girls mm -hmm. Gotta Eat. So I'm always supporting, you know, other, other females in their business endeavors too. So I probably said those are probably the three that I listen to the most. Yeah, no, that's great. I think it's always good when people get like concrete examples too. So I appreciate you sharing with people instead of just like, oh, motivational. Like we want to know what you're listening to because I, I know you mentioned like you were, which I feel like you looked great on the show, but you Thanks. said you lost 10 pounds after and you were really sharing about that on social media too. Yeah. Like, Losing weight can be hard for people. Is that just, again, come with, like, your motivational mindset of life? Yeah. Um, yes. So, I mean, I had gone through – I gained, like, 35 pounds probably. This was, like, 2015-ish around mm -hmm. there. Um, I was – what I tell people is I was not – I was so – I was the one that was Googling, like, everything of, like, how to lose weight, how to, like, 
what foods are, you know, the best, like that will help you lose weight, fat burning foods, yeah. like, all the things, what should I do to lose weight? Oh, go like sprint, you know, do sprints on a treadmill, like kick your ass basically in the gym and you'll lose weight, you know? Yeah. And it's like, okay, I got so burnt out. Cause honestly I was teaching spin. I would work out like, and I taught spin at 5:45 in the morning. So I would like get to the gym at like 4:45 or five work out, teach my spin class and then go work out more. Then go to yeah. work all day, come home. I was working like other jobs. So I would like hone in on those. Um, there was no time for me to date. There was no time for me to like, I, I probably have not like there's the most amount of TV that I have watched has probably been in the last year and a half in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like I remember having a girlfriend come over and I like we sat on the couch and I was like, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I honestly, I have to take a minute because I have not utilized this couch for anything but folding laundry. And she was like, what? And I go, yeah, like I dump my laundry, put it on the couch. And then like, I'm on and about my day. Like I do not watch TV or anything. She's like, that's crazy. But yeah, I was just like in this extreme burnout. I was restricting foods because obviously, you know, you, if you want to lose weight, you have to cut calories. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I like hone in on so much with, with my clients is like, if you are trying to lose weight, I want you to evaluate what you're currently eating before you start stripping and, you know, cutting things out of your diet because you're probably not eating in balance right now. So yeah. then you start cutting food out and now you're eating even more a restrictive diet, which is putting so much stress on all of your organs, your like everything, your bones, like our body needs food to fuel itself. And so I started eating more food, like I was introduced to another health coach and she actually was like health coaching me and I started eating more food. I worked out only 30 minutes a day. Some of that stuff was like, I barely even sweat and I lost like 15 pounds within a matter of like two months. And so many people, I feel like when you're saying all that, like, I mean, like many of my, like myself, my friends, everyone has been through that. Like women, I feel like you're totally on point. Like I've, think that we all look for like this quick fix and it's like you really have to like fix yourself yeah 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 absolutely and and honestly I mean granted yes when I lost you know that first 15 pounds I was like okay I feel so much better about myself and everything mm-hmm. but there was still obviously that t- last 10 pounds that I still wanted to lose but with with that all being said it was still not enough you know and that's when I started to like turn to the personal development because we have to shift this we have to shift our mindset or because the stories, the fears, the beliefs, all of these things, just that's what will keep us stuck in those like yo-yo diets and like the beha- the cyclical behavioral patterns if we don't start changing this. Because mm-hmm. as we start to like bring awareness to those thoughts, we can start to hone in and be like, okay, well, how can I change it so that I'm not doing it anymore? Yeah. Otherwise, you're just literally constantly doing the same thing. And it goes back to like, traumas when you were younger it goes back to shame guilt things like that your self-worth and self-love so that's why I'm like I empower women women to just go inward so much do the personal development work it's not like it's fun when you start doing it but there's there's so much resistance to like even journaling like I have so many people that are like oh my god no I I don't journal like I could never journal I can't journal blah blah and I think it's the same thing with yoga like I don't know if you've heard this but I mean I did it too like I was like, no, yoga is not for me. Not for me. I would do yoga like for 90 hours a day if I could, like now. I think that yoga is just so expansive, soul connection when you're doing yoga. And I think that's it because it's so quiet in certain regards. Like obviously, yeah, you can go to like some classes and they're pumping the jams, but Mm -hmm. you're having such an individual moment with yourself that so many people are scared to do that. And that's why they don't like yoga. First of all, they probably never tried it because they have the resistance. They're like, it's too slow for me, blah, blah. But Kelly, I feel like you're saying everything I've thought and I'm sure a million people like think the same way. It's like, I just, I just am like sitting there. Like I need to be doing something, but I love hearing what you're saying. And I hope it's resonating with a lot of people because like, yeah, keep going. Like you're, you're, you're totally right. Yeah. But, but it's so true, like, even, like, with journaling, like, people have so much resistance to journaling because the thoughts that are going on in people's brains, they're not glamorous a lot of times, mm-hmm. you know? And 
you know, some people say that, oh, I have, you know, the fear of like someone reading it. Okay, well, hide your journal. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, or keep it on your phone in a safe space. I don't know. Like, what, however you need to release your thoughts, though, it's important for you to do that. But more times over, the reason why you have resistance is because you do not want to confirm the thoughts going on in your brain. And if you put them on paper, it's confirming it. It's like a signature. Like, you are confirming that negative thought, that nasty thought about your husband. <laughs> you are putting it down on paper. <laughs> so, you know, or, or how you think about yourself. Like, writing that out. Like, you know, I'm ugly. I'm disgusting. I'm fat. I'm, you know, like, we have those internal thoughts. I mean, mm-hmm. all of us. I've yeah. said them, you know. But it really helps create space in your brain for more positive thoughts to come through when we can just release that. So it's so helpful. With um, all of your empowerment and your coaching and stuff, how do people get involved to get that one-on-one coaching from you? Is that what you do? Do you do small groups? I saw there was a couple. I've We've gone past them now, but I whoever asked that, like they were like, sign me up. Somebody did earlier. How would they go about getting signed up to get that kind of coaching with you? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, if you go to my Instagram, I have like links to like my, I have a mm-hmm. Facebook community. It's like, I do like free coaching videos inside my Facebook community. It's called Chase Life with Kelly. Um, but you can go to my Instagram and go to the link there yeah. in my bio. But outside of that, um, just emailing me, it's chaselifewithkellyc at gmail.com. Um, that would probably be probably the fastest way to like actually get my attention a lot these days. Um, or send me a DM on Instagram. I will definitely like be checking those. Uh, but I do have a, a group coaching program that comes out on Monday. It's a two-week self-love course. We dive into all the stories that we've been telling ourselves, those deep-rooted stories, behaviors, setting boundaries, creating those boundaries, understanding like how we were parented affects our relationships and how we date. And then also I go into money mindset too because that money mindset is very direct. It is directly correlated to your self-worth. So how we see money and respect money, it's connected to how we date and how we are in relationships too. So I cover all of those topics inside of this program. It's called Rejection to Redemption. It's about letting go of, you know, rejecting yourself and then redeeming yourself. So um, if y'all have interest in that too, it's it's awesome. It's my baby. (laughs) That's awesome. No, I love that. So people can just join your Facebook community and get involved that way and then reach out to you. So Thank you for being so open. Um, I could literally probably talk to you for hours, but I, I, I will, I will um, go ahead and, you know, wrap it up soon. But um, going forward, like, I love that, you know, you went on Love is Blind because so many people got to see you. I Reading these comments is amazing to just see that they find you as like an inspiration and you're reaching all of these people. I mean, that's incredible. What advice do you have for people that want to go on Love is Blind? Ooh, go for it. <laughs> Just do it. Um, start to start to definitely hone into a personal development journey. Like start that self-love, self-care work because it will open you up to be more vulnerable yourself. Um, don't be afraid. Like again, every opportunity creates another opportunity. If you make it like apply for it, if you get called to have the interview, go through the process. And if you are asked to be, you know, cast in if you're casted for the show like just ask what you know how could this literally change my life mm-hmm. and I promise you it's worth it like 100 times over it's worth it again you will it doesn't matter if you make it as far as I did like even just the pod life changed people's mm-hmm. lives and you know you interviewing Lexi I'm sure she could attest to that like you know so it's powerful you open up yourself in a way that you've probably never opened up yourself before. And if you're afraid of doing that, then start doing the self-love work anyways <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's, it's a process you need to be like prepared for to really fully experience. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's anything that people can do that I, because I um, had written earlier that I was going to be interviewing you and I had like three people that were like, what advice does she have to make my, like me stand out? Cause obviously it's a big hit now. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I wish I knew how to answer that question better. Mm-hmm. I'm like, send a video. In. <laughs> yeah. Or something like, I'm sure you seem like you're very authentic. So maybe it was just like you were yourself. You put yourself out there. 
Yeah, yeah, de- yeah, definitely, absolutely. I mean, and like I said, I don't know like how they, um, how they're casting people now because I mean, we were the first show, and I mean, I know like some people were like reached out to through like Instagram or something, mm-hmm. and you know, I guess that's how they were casted. But yeah, I mean, if there's a way that you have, you know, the casting director, I don't know, like send, I would send like a video so that you can actually show them who you are, and if that's even an option, I don't know, but. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I would definitely do that. I've had a couple of people like, you know, reach out to me. Um, they may have been like friends of someone, like somehow there was like some mutual friend happening. And, uh, so yeah, I just, I just kept telling them, I'm like, just do it. Like mm-hmm. your reputation's not going to be ruined. And I mean, even like, even Jessica, like, yes, she got a lot of hate and like negativity, but the people who know her, we know her and, right. you know, and it stinks that, everything was like it was for her. I mean, it does, it, it does stink, mm-hmm. but you only grow from things like that. And it's just, you know, if I kept telling her, I'm like, I'm like, you gotta like redeem yourself. Like, <laughs> I mean, use this as an experience to show these people, to show the viewers that you're not this like mean person and you know, you're not hateful and you're not just like this flake who's just gonna, you know, just ditch some guy. Like, obviously that wasn't. And if, single 30 something year old girl even if I didn't know Jessica I would have been like I know why yeah I get it like mm-hmm. I, I understood it too and I think some other you know women understood her position as well but you know I just think that everything is a learning experience whether good or bad experience you can always create a better experience from it yeah I think that's great advice and at the end of the day I mean it was a show like they were telling yeah. stories we right. watched because it was entertaining. So, you know, like you said, different stories got different. Probably things happened that weren't shown. Things happened that were emphasized. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So there's some production to it. But most, I mean, also, though, it is real. Like, yeah, I know a lot of people have asked, you know, oh, is it real? Was it all staged? You know, was anything acting? And no, it wasn't. Like, there were real conversations, real emotions. It was very much real. That's yeah, that's great. So just in general, we'll wrap it up. You've shared so much life advice, so much like scoop on love is flying. So for people that are following you now, I mean, I love following you personally, just because I feel like you're making the most of life and just going after everything. But you know, obviously, like we have these like, pre assumed ideas that like, we're supposed to be married and have kids and all of these things like, but you're still just like living life going after your dreams even if that hasn't happened for you yet so like i just want to wrap it up with your advice for people in similar situations to just keep moving forward yes yeah absolutely um one other thing about that untamed book Mm -hmm. it talks all about that okay yeah it's like spot on to that but yeah it's like we're all on our own journey in life like every single person is on your own journey was something that I also, you know, um, coach my clients through is appreciating where they're at right now and everything that's happened up to right now. Like, even if you want to like get a journal out and write down everything that's literally happened in the last six months and good and bad, not just good things, but bad things too, because those bad things are shaping you into the person you are today. So if we appreciate the good and the bad and we kind of like celebrate it, it, I mean, I'm into manifestation and stuff. So it's like the law of attraction. It's going to continue to show up with more positive things in your life because you're actually grateful for everything that you've already been given. And it's, again, it, it's your journey. Like you have to enjoy the journey. It's just like, and I'll <laughs> relate this to like sex. Like if you're not having foreplay and you're not like actually like kissing and touching and feeling and just like being in the moment with that person. And you're just going like straight from like sitting on the couch to like hooking up. It's like, where's the, where's the fun? Where's the pleasure? Where's the satisfaction? Like, where's the actual like enjoyment? Where's the journey? So we have to allow ourselves to enjoy the journey and the process because otherwise we are just always constantly looking for that next best thing. And that's when we we get stuck and we get disappointed and we get rejected and it doesn't work that way so if we just like take a step back and allow ourselves to just be in the present moment and just 
understand our journey is happening for us, then I think that that's literally the best advice that I can give you. And if you feel like you're comparing your life to someone else's on social media, unless you know that person personally, they're going through some too. <laughs> yeah, I think that's such Everybody a good is. point to make because everyone does see, like they just see these people on social media. I mean, yeah. a lot of people compare constantly. I mean, we live in that kind of world. So I love that you keep reflecting on like, just be yourself and live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's so, so important. Um, and again, it's that self-love work that will help you get that way. Um, and, and appreciate because you do, you start to like hone it, like tap into your own self-love and you just see more beauty out in the world and you don't show up and start judging people or, you know, negative Nancy comments on social media. Like those just irk me to no regard. <laughs> I'm like, someone needs to wash your mouth out. <laughs> I thought you've gotten a lot of those too. Like just not even, I mean, you've gotten a lot of positive, like even in this chat, I see everyone is like, so like motivated and inspired by you, but I'm sure, you know, when you go put yourself out there, there's going to be haters. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, exactly. But it's, you know, fear. What is it? Like, it's okay to have like fear and failure, like, but just keep getting going again, like get yourself up, keep going. You're going to fail, allow yourself to fail and know that it's again, happening for you, not to you and just keep showing up for yourself and know that, you can have what other people have that you want and you know that life that dream life it's very attainable for you too Keep going. so will we be seeing you on the new more reality shows or anything in the future i don't know <laughs> i don't know um i mean I, I would totally do one i think a game show would be so fun i would mm -hmm. definitely love to do a game show but i don't know i mean i don't know if like another dating show would be something that I would consider. I mean, I might, like I said, I think if the opportunity presents itself, why not? If I'm still single, you know, it's just kind of allowing me to like, maybe meet another person. Yeah. Or, you know, so I'm, I'm not sure. I don't, again, I don't think I would do something where there's an actual wedding at the end of it, but. <laughs> so no married at first sight. It's funny because that was your initial one, right? You would have been married before the yeah, Indian there. Crazy. <laughs> Well, Kelly, thank you so much. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. I know a lot of people have gotten a lot out of this interview. I am going to make sure to share it via podcast form so people that missed it can definitely listen to it, give it a good listen, and get a little motivation in their lifestyle, change it up, read your book recommendations. Yes. Um, and then you mentioned earlier your email and everything. So is it best for people to contact you and reach out to you on Instagram or a different platform? Um, probably Instagram would probably be the best way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. And we can't wait to keep following along on your journey. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. <laughs> thank you for watching The Sarah Scoop Show. Head to sarahscoop.com for more.